I'm Denise. She's a non-fiction editor. And I'm Louise. She's a fiction editor. And together, we're the Editing Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Editing Podcast. So in this one, we're going to talk about three ways in which we can develop or enhance an editorial business mindset. Yeah, that's right. And it's something you and I talk about a lot, isn't it? Because there are... Mm times when any of us um, end up falling out of that space or, or need a little nudge, particularly when we're <laughs> juggling a lot of stuff. Harmby, are you trying to apologise to our listeners for the fact that this episode is a week late? <laughs> you busted me, <laughs> I kind of am. But we did get it done and that's because we put our business mindset hats on and got it sorted. Mm. So without further ado, let's dig into those tips. So tip one is to think in terms of making progress instead of achieving perfection. And that's a really beneficial position to take because making progress is doable for anyone, while achieving perfection is almost impossible for everyone. Yeah. And that perfection seeking mindset is something that can plague editors because for some editors, their practice is so entrenched in the improvement of text, of finding literal errors, of following a set of guidelines prescribed by a client. And it's just so easy to slip into a mindset that frames success and failure in terms of that metric that it focuses on hits and misses rather than learning and development. Yeah. And while there are times when that's entirely appropriate for editorial practice, it's not necessarily healthy for editorial business development, which is a different thing. Mm. So just because our website isn't perfect doesn't mean we shouldn't publish it. And just because um, we haven't done every single training course available doesn't mean we shouldn't (laughs) be advertising ourselves to clients. Exactly. So let's talk about how we might reflect on the business progress we've made and use it to reinforce a positive mindset. So maybe you could try this short exercise. First, write down five things that you've achieved in your business last month. Yeah, now these don't have to be big shiny things like acquiring a new contract or speaking at a conference. They could be smaller things that might even be mundane but necessary. So something like sending out all your invoices on time or Mm. updating a page on your website or doing a tax return or completing a project within the deadline. Yeah, or they could be regular things that you enjoy, but that don't have a fee at the end of them, like participating in a discussion in an editorial forum or referring someone to a colleague or reading an online article or resource that's related to editorial work or business development. Or maybe you completed a training course. Yeah, that's all progress, isn't it? Yeah. So once you've got your list of five things, make a note about why these things are important to your business or your well-being. So sending out your um, invoices on time means you'll get paid quicker. Mm. Doing your tax return might make you feel relieved because you know it's out of the way. (laughs) You definitely. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to do that again (laughs) for another year. Um, Or completing a project on time means you've delivered what you promised to a client, which is good for your reputation and means you might get more work from them. Yeah, and participating in a discussion with colleagues might just remind you that you're part of a community and that you've helped someone. And referring a client to a colleague demonstrates your collegiality and an ability to put a client's needs first. And reading an article is just, well, it's just plain old-fashioned learning, isn't it? (laughs) And so those notes act as evidence of the progress you've made. But now you can go one step further and think about what you might do next to continue that progress. Yes. So are there other changes you could make to your website next month? Is there an app you could use that would automate reminders for invoicing? Yeah. Or could you develop what you've learned from your online reading and training into something more substantive that you write about in a blog post or turn into a resource for clients that 
so that you can demonstrate how professional you are. And now you've got not just a reminder of the progress you've made, but also a plan for the progress that you could make in the future. And that's such a positive way to look at your business, isn't it? Yeah, it really, <laughs> it really is. And it yeah. beats getting bogged down in thinking about how there aren't enough hours in the day. Instead, you're thinking, OK, so maybe there aren't enough hours in the day, but <laughs> look what I did anyway. Yeah. And if you do that exercise regularly, you're, you're retraining your brain to think about all the small steps you've taken to get to this point now, rather than all the things you wish you could have done or think you should have done yeah I mean basically it's good self-care isn't it yeah yeah, yeah yeah and it's like us the other night when we realized that we were behind with the podcast and instead of beating ourselves up about it okay so we did it for a second maybe yeah. well we've reminded ourselves that we well we've had a lot on recently and we've still achieved all sorts of things and we've got 111 episodes under our belt and then we just got on with talking about whatever topic we'd cover and recording that conversation yeah exactly so our next tip is about money or rather our attitude to it. So we're business owners and we charge for our services and we have economic needs, which means the money has to work. And one thing we've both heard entrepreneurs talk about frequently is getting into the space when you're taking where you're taking ownership of your financial situation and focusing on growth. Yeah. So this mindset tip is essentially about feeling in control. So maybe you wish you had higher paying clients or maybe a client hasn't increased their rates. Or maybe, like a lot of people, you're struggling with higher fuel prices and other increased cost of living. And so the first step is to ensure that you know how much is coming in and how much is going out. Because when we bury our heads in the sand, we do ourselves no favours. We can't make changes if we don't understand our starting point. I think that's so important, Denise. Mm. If you're not tracking your editorial income and expenditure, I, I think yeah. you're both a great start doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't need anything fancy. Um, an Excel spreadsheet will work fine. That's what we both use. Yep. Um, and over time, you can build up a picture of really useful information that helps you make good business decisions, like who your most lucrative clients are, what the various tools and apps you have that are costing you um, money, and whether they're a luxury or a, nece a necessity. Yeah, and there may even be savings that you can find if you shop around for alternatives. So the other thing is to track your time because time is money. And so if you can work out what you're spending a lot of time on and when, there might be ways in which you can work that are more effective or more productive. Yeah, this sort of feeds back into the progress rather than perfection tip we started mm. with, doesn't it? Yeah. So digging into the detail of income and expenditure can feel like a burden, but understanding your business's financial position is an achievement as progress. Yeah. Um, and interrogating where you are is an opportunity to work out what's working and what you can do differently. Yeah, and it's the difference between saying, oh, I'm not earning enough and saying, I need to earn more and here's how I might do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that way you're focusing on solutions to problems rather than just the problems themselves. And oh, just yeah. that... I was okay. just say, if you had that bang, that was my husband bringing in a cup of tea. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Oh, but that... <laughs> Where are we? Okay. And just the process of focusing on the future can be exhilarating, whereas being stuck in the present can feel like stagnation. And again, we'd say it's worth doing this regularly because that means you retrain your brain. So that spreadsheet becomes the hub of your business practice and ensures you have a continual sense of how your business is performing. So um, now for our final tip, and that is decide what your goals are and stick to them. Yeah, so this is essentially about business planning. So maybe you don't have a five-year plan. That's fine. 
but are there five things you'd like to achieve in the next 12 months and why? Yeah. And what would the benefit benefits be for you? Now, you might well discover some of the answers to those two questions when you experiment with the first two mindset tips, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you want to reduce your working hours by 10 percent so you can spend more time with family or on a hobby or a cause that you're passionate about. Or perhaps you want to commit to a marketing strategy that makes your business more visible. Yeah. Or maybe you'd like to create a course that will generate passive income for you. Or maybe it's the tracking spreadsheet you need to set up so you can interrogate and cut your costs. Or perhaps you want to get on to better paying publisher freelance lists so you can ditch two lower paying clients. Whatever these goals are, there will need to be a set of objectives that you'll have to meet. So the key then is to make sure that you record your plan and stick to it. And by recording it, you ensure that you don't end up going down rabbit holes. (laughs) Now, we're not saying you can't adjust your plan. If you have a brainwave or because a new priority comes up, that's fine. It's your plan. And of course, you can change it. But Changing a plan is different to ignoring a plan because yeah. you become distracted. Yeah. And actually, you could even record the plan on a new sheet of the spreadsheet you track your client work, income and expenditure in, because that way all the business development stuff is in one place. Yeah. And that means you're regularly up to speed with all the achievements you're making in terms of your goals, even if they're teeny tiny. I really <laughs> like that idea, actually. You could have a sheet for each goal with all the steps required to get to the end point. Yeah. And so you're helping to embed the progress, not perfection way of thinking in your brain. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. (laughs) So on that note, that's it for our three business mindset tips. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening again. If you'd like to help support the editing podcast, you can join our Patreon community for only £3 a month. Yeah, we'd love to have you on board. So if you're interested, hop over to patreon.com forward slash editing podcast. All our patrons get exclusive access to a huge batch of transcripts. We'll pop a link in the show notes for you. In the meantime, she's been Louise. And she's been Denise. Join us again next time. Bye. Bye.